Caitlin. And I'm Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. We're two friends recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. Did Yay, I say that right? We're, <laughs> I think you did. I didn't, okay. I didn't copy and paste it. Sorry. I literally just realized it like as soon as you started the intro. I was like, oh yeah, we have an intro that we do. Shit. <laughs> yeah, Whoops. and then I was... I realize like my part is the easy one where I'm just like we are the hosts of the OK Drama podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. I think, I, think I got it. Yeah, I think I got it or um, got most of it pretty much there. I don't know. Yeah, I think that was spot on. So sweet. We're back in business. Yeah, it's gonna take I'm us a so while excited. to get back in the groove. Yeah. But we have a lot of big things coming mm-hmm. our way for the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I guess stay tuned to the end for some sweet announcements. But just at the top, we have a new website. Yay! An yeah, official official website. Yeah, a dot guys, com. We paid for a dot com. <laughs> offer code Rue. Thank you, Rue Paul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, okdrama.com. Super simple. Mm-hmm. And you can email us um, at contact at okdrama.com or you can still use our old Gmail. I'll mm-hmm. put both. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever you It'll find It'll get easier. to us. Yeah. And um, Twitter and Instagram, that's the same. But yeah, I'm very Thank excited you. about our website. It I, looks really nice. Thank you. I... I took a lot of time (laughs) transferring (laughs) all of the episodes we've ever done to this new website so uh if you're new you can go and check that out or you can just you know keep listening to whatever you've been listening on but yeah um and yeah i guess that's basically it we have more stuff coming but that Mm -hmm. was phase one is get a website that's the big stuff yeah now we have a new drama to talk about, and I'm so excited. Yay. It's E-Tay we're finally class, done people. with the K2. Yes, that took like half a year for some reason. <laughs> I did not anticipate that happening, <laughs> it took so long, and unfortunately, it was, I think, both of our least favorites so far for the pod. Yes, it's disappointing. It, it was. And again, like I've said this a billion times, it just, it didn't help that we took forever to do it, Mm -hmm. that we were just sitting on these plot holes for (laughs) however many months. and weeks between episodes. Mm -hmm. But you know what's funny is uh, on Twitter, I've seen so many like Eugene and Jaha shippers come Mm -hmm. out. I don't know what happened, but... Everyone's I like, mean, this was the real couple of the yep. K2, right? And Absolutely. Like, yes. <laughs> 100%. So That's what we've been saying anyway. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Holler, we have some Jaha and Eugen shippers over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but yes, we're, we're done with the K2. I'm, you know, thank you for what you've given us, K2, but <laughs> we're moving on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're, we're parting ways. So yes, so Itaewon class. Yes. Um, do you want to say some thoughts or do you want to go straight into plagiarize Wikipedia? Uh, let's just plagiarize it. It is a 2020, very current, South Korean mm-hmm. television series starring 
Park Sojun, Kim mm-hmm. Dami, Yu Jae-myung, and mm-hmm. Kwon Na- Nara? Yeah, I think Nara. Nara. Yeah. Based on the webtoon of the same name. And I'm so yes. sorry right now, Caitlin. Lumen is scratching at the fucking door. Oh, he's, it's okay. He's being very obnoxious. <laughs> really wants um, in, and I don't know why. Yeah, I'm like just waiting for the cats to realize that I'm in the guest Alone bedroom. Alone in a room. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the like fabled guest bedroom of my cats <laughs> that, that they're so, not allowed in here. So I did not so. realize that this was based off of a webtoon. Is this like webtoon like cartoon but on the internet yeah so i think what my understanding is it's kind of like uh almost like a comic book i'm like what is that word it's like okay. a comic book series but on the internet gotcha so, okay. so not like um, an animated thing like an right, animated I series i don't think so i think when they say webtoon <clears throat> it's like a well now I'm second guessing myself. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> okay. I I think they would have I think a webtoon is just like a comic book that you read on the internet and not published gotcha. mm-hmm. in book form. Mm-hmm. But let me fact check myself because okay. I could not a problem. be okay. Okay, Wikipedia, you're not telling me what they are. Okay, I guess it's just <laughs> webtoon. <laughs> Uh, let's plagiarize Wikipedia some more. Webtoons are a digital, a type of digital comic that originated in South Korea. Hmm. Um, blah blah blah. Cool. Okay. Format. You were right then. <laughs> um, can you tell me who are these guys? Yes, it's time for I know that guy segment. Hmm. So the lead is Park So Joon. Um, he plays Park Seori in the drama. So he is super duper famous. Uh, most recently, I guess, he was the friend in Parasite, the one who gives mm-hmm. um, the main boy the, the big scholar rock. rock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in Secret- What's Wrong with Secretary Kim, which is the drama I've seen him in. Fight for My Way, She Was Pretty. Etc. He is my mom's favorite K drama actor. Mm, he so she must also, be excited. Yes. Uh, she's, I think she's seen like basically all of the dramas he's ever been in. <laughs> um, he's also like BFFs with Min Min from Strong Girl Bong Soon mm-hmm. and V from BTS and that guy from Parasite. So the sun. They have their own little like super hot, rich actor mm-hmm. singer boy group that's cool i know what what a how life. lucky i know <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so that's that guy on bo young i knew i recognized him but i was not sure from where until i looked him up he plays jong gun Won, which is like the rich kid mm-hmm. but he was uh huh. So he was in her <laughs> private life, which is where I first recognized him. Mm-hmm. But then he was also in Descendants of the Sun. What a where? throwback! I think he was one of the soldiers. He was like Snoopy, huh. or no, not Snoopy. Snoopy was like the hard ass, right? He yeah. Was, uh, he was like maybe Harry Potter or one of those. Huh. I have to younger. go back and try to spot him. Yeah, I was like, 
once once I read Descendants of the Sun, I was like, yes, that is right. Uh, he was. I'll in just that. say I really don't like his hair in this drama. <laughs> At least in the oh. beginning, when he's a kid, it's little. Yeah, like, I bleached, but not yellow. Um, yeah, it's not, not like toned. Yeah, not toned. There's zero toner in that hair. <laughs> yeah, not a great look. No, I I'm trying to think what his hair looked like when we're supposed to be in present day. I feel like it was just like normal, yeah, man it, hair. Yeah, it's it's the hair that's like um the successful hair that's like flipped up. Ah, uh, showing forehead. <laughs> yeah, showing forehead hair. He's happy to and be it's there. It's darker too. It's darker, and I yeah. think it might have like some highlights in it. Mm, that makes sense. Okay, next we have Kwan Nara. Uh, she plays Osua. She was so she's the uh, orphan friend slash whatever. Yeah, I guess like orphan friend is that how mm-hmm. we want to call her? Sure. Um, <laughs> she was. I know her from Suspicious Partner. She is the second female lead in that drama. Uh, I really like her in that. She kind of plays a similar character, I think. Like, pretty successful, but kind of, like, not afraid to talk her shit kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, good for her. She's also a former member of the K-pop group Hello Venus, which mm. I... I'm not familiar with, but good for her. Hello, uh, Venus. She definitely looks like a K-pop group girl. <laughs> um, okay, last one. This was my like most exciting one for you. Yu Jae Young plays Jung Chung Dae-hee, which is strong woman Tol Bong Soon's dad. He's strong like Bong Soon's dad. Oh. Can you believe it? Huh. Do you recognize him now? <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna have to like look at that in a while. <laughs> wow. Okay. You didn't recognize him? No, I did not. Now that he's like an old rich dude who's let really me, like let me look him up a sociopath. Yeah, totally. Strong woman. Bong Soon. No, I did not notice that. I guess I don't really pay attention. I don't know. You're like the opposite of Alex. Alex thinks he recognizes everyone. Like, everyone is like the same five actors. That's funny. Now, let me look up this guy. That's very interesting. Because I know you loved Bong Soon's dad. I did, yeah. He was a fun character. Hmm. I think it's the the graying of the hair. Yeah. That's that's totally throwing me. Yeah, I think in this one he's supposed to look like a scary whatever mm-hmm. rich mm-hmm. psychopath <laughs> who's older and in Bong Soon he's kind of like this sweet unassuming dad mm-hmm. yeah who usually gets walked all over by his crazy wife yeah so a very different character again mm-hmm. look at him he's been in a ton of things like if you go to his asian wiki profile uh-huh um he's been in like fucking everything it's crazy like I what a good that, career definitely. for him 
Yeah, he's also in Stranger, apparently, which, again, I have infamously only watched one episode Mm -hmm. because I could not keep track of all the old Korean dudes in suits. I was like, (laughs) I can't tell anyone apart. (laughs) This is really confusing because there are, like, police force guys, so it's just, like, all Captain This Guy and whatever, and Mm -hmm. just old shady-looking guys in suits. It was tricky for me. (laughs) But I... I'm going to come back to that drama because I think they're filming Stranger Season 2. So okay. I'm like, okay, well, I have to watch Season 1. <laughs> so That's yeah, cool. so that was... All right. I know that guy. Well, now you know I know guys. those guys. Cool. Yeah. You know all of those guys except for Kwan Nara, which is... Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. that girl. But yeah. Um, so, how are we feeling about the drama before we like really get into it? Um, I like it so far. I think I kind of want to wait until we're like actually talking about the series, like really mm-hmm. go into it. But I do have one question for you before we start. Sure. Um, episode one, did you start crying at the end? Because as soon as I saw it, I thought, oh no, Caitlin's going to cry. Oh, with, with him, like with the rock? No, no, no. At the, like the end part of episode one. Not like the end end, but like, oh, like the end with with his dad at the memorial. Yeah. No, I no, didn't not cry. that part. Not that part. Oh. <laughs> we'll we'll get there. I'm okay. just shocked that you don't know what part I'm talking about right now. Well, I did not cry, so no, wow. I did not cry at any part of this series. Okay, so far. I'm sure okay. I will at some point, but no tears. Wow. Um, I Look I was at like, you. I'm like very disturbed by bullying and uh mean things. Okay, especially like we're gonna get to it, but episode two with the with the animals, I could not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was just like in kind of a state of shock. <laughs> I think like Yeah, that was not a good scene. But maybe no. let's just get into it. Okay, so definitely. Do you want to start episode one? Sure. Um, So we start seeing a young girl in therapy, and she's talking about how she's, like, tired of life, and it's repetitive, it's obvious, it's tiresome, it's boring, the same thing over and over. And Mm -hmm. then she tells um, the therapist that they should have a session over drinks. And then she gets up to go to work, hands her therapist a few coupons. I have no idea what the coupons are for, though. Um, and then she starts telling the audience about Itaewon, which is a neighborhood in Seoul. Yeah, and then, I think the coupons are, like, for her work. Like, hey, come visit me. Yeah, yeah I just didn't know, work. like, yeah. what they were specifically for. Like, food coupons or clothing oh, yeah. or drinks. Like, it didn't say, like, ooh, it didn't give a hint as to what the yeah, company was. It was just, like, very generic, like, coupon. <laughs> yeah, just, that's, all, that's all it said in the um, um, subtitle. Title, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, so we get a know. flashback then. Also, I liked this girl's hair a lot. It's a cool... I saw a funny tweet. Um, it was this guy who was like, I've, I don't, we don't know her name yet, but it was mm-hmm. like whatever that girl's name cosplay. And he got just like a bunch of Pockies. Uh, you know what Pockies are? The Uh-huh. Yeah, he got a bunch of those and like made a wig out of them. Oh my God. Because they're like black and then yellow uh-huh. at the bottom. <laughs> stupid i was i was dying um it was so funny 
Yeah, so then we get a flashback and we meet our main character who is Park Seori. Did I say that mm-hmm. right? I think so. Okay. I'm I'm having trouble like hearing them say his name on the show. Well, um, it's weird because his name is not it's four syllables, I guess. It's not the regular Yeah. Three. And at least like so. in the subtitles, it's all together. Mm-hmm. Like the say and the yo and the ri. It's all like one thing versus like broken down the way you have it here. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. But we'll go yeah, with I this. Yeah, I think Sayori, we're going to, yeah, we're going <laughs> to do our best. Your, your mom will help us or something. <laughs> Someone will. Hope, hopefully they don't tell us like the final episode, like last time with um, romance. Yeah. Where I think it was your mom who's like, y'all have been saying it wrong this whole time, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, okay, well, thanks. Whoops. Too late now. (laughs) (laughs) We're done with that one. Um, Yeah, so they show this guy, and he's in trouble with some other dudes, and obviously doesn't really give a shit about what his teacher thinks. Um, He doesn't really talk to anyone. They're talking about Mm -hmm. how he doesn't have any friends, yada, yada. And then um, (laughs) there's this girl who's kind of into him, and Mm -hmm. he's like about to switch schools because it's just not working out for him, I guess. And she decides like, now's the time I'm going to make my move. And she gives him chocolates and her friends are watching from the stairs. And he kind of like looks at him. He mouths something to her. You don't know what he says. And then walks away. And she's Mm -hmm. like, he said he didn't like chocolates. (laughs) So he didn't, he didn't take her chocolate and he didn't date her. And it was sad, but kind of funny too. Yeah, I think it was like a good luck on your police yeah, your exam, exam thing. Yeah, yeah he, he, he wasn't interested. It's he was like very much on the borderline of like socially awkward mm-hmm. slash rude slash like I think his dad kind of says something similar. Like he's weirdly antisocial. Like, yeah, it. I don't know. I was like, not not a great look for our main character. No. But but maybe he I grows. Mean, yeah, definitely. Changes. And he's not like mean Mm-mm. intentionally. He's just like, I don't care to get to know you yeah. or be friends with you or talk to you. Which, I mean, to be fair, I kind of feel like I may give off, you know, similar. Oh, I definitely do. <laughs> I absolutely do. (laughs) I think the difference, though, is like if someone if someone offered you like a good luck card and candy, Mm -hmm. would you be like, no, I don't like chocolate, or Um, would you just? If it was like a random fucking person, I don't know. But if it was like someone from school, I'd be like, okay, thanks. And then I'd give it to my dad because I can't eat chocolate that has dairy. That's what I would do. Yes, be nice. (laughs) <laughs> to your dad. <laughs> yep. Um, yes. So he's he's a character. Mm-hmm. We then see Seori meet Osuwa for the first time at a train station. So he's on his way to the police um, entrance exam thing. And it kind of seems like he's running late. I don't know. He's like in a rush at this train station. Mm-hmm. And she is um, also a high school student at this point. And a homeless dude grabs her. And I'm like, yeah, that's not acceptable. Like, no. You can't just grab people, especially a young girl. Mm-hmm. at this. Like, 
yeah, <laughs> sidebar. It's so crazy to me that, um, and people were talking about this on Twitter, that they didn't get younger actors to play them, to play all of these, like, main characters mm-hmm. in high school. Because all of these people are, like, I think uh, Park So Joon is, like, full-on, like, 34 or 33. <laughs> Well, and the girl, the girl is like twenty nine, I think. Uh huh. In real life, yeah, I I didn't look up what's his face, but I'm sure he's like around the same age. Uh huh. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just so funny to me. Yeah, my favorite meme that always comes up online is um, <laughs> I don't know what the exact wording is, but it's like <laughs> the the people of Greece really had me thinking that these people were in high school. <laughs> When I was a kid and it's like the whole crew and like that one guy with the curly fucking hair is like 47 or something like he's so old looking yeah everyone looks yeah, so sure. fucking old Rizzo looks ancient yeah yeah Rizzo and then that curly haired dude I always forget his yeah, fucking name Sunny is he yeah I think it's Sunny he looks yeah. so old <laughs> at least these people look really young that's and true. They, have, they do. They have look, like super they, youthful, cute faces. Whereas, like in something like Greece, they all look like in their thirties or forties. Probably because like everyone was smoking a fuck ton back then. And <laughs> That's so true. They just, everyone had and, wrinkles like, they when were, they were twelve. <laughs> <laughs> they were smoking and they weren't using sunscreen. Mm-hmm. So this is yeah. true. So yeah, it's just it's just kind of weird. Because usually, like, in dramas, they get a kid to play. They get, like, one of those five kid actors that they just rotate (laughs) to play. Yeah. Um, So, but But yeah. But maybe since, like, this this took, like, a big chunk of the series of them younger, they wanted, like, just them. I don't know. It wasn't, like, a quick flashback. It was a pretty long flashback, I felt. This is true. And, you know, they were already, like, basically adults, so mm-hmm. they're like, we're just going to give them some wigs. Yeah, <laughs> Except absolutely. for Sayori. He has the same haircut. Um, <laughs> so, what do you think of his hair? I feel... I don't like it. I don't like I was, it either. <laughs> I was thinking that when I was watching it. I just don't like that style where it kind of, like, it's it's short and it comes down. I don't know. I don't like the square, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. The square cut ar- along the forehead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of... I think it's a look. A look. Um, <laughs> it's a thing? Because I, yeah, I've seen, like... I mean, I don't know if he's trying to be trendy or if it's kind of, like, a no-nonsense haircut. Mm-hmm. But um, I've seen people in the past, like, K-pop boys, have that haircut. and. Uh, on Running Man, they were making fun of one of the guys for having that haircut. Hmm. And they were like, you're not handsome enough to have that haircut. <laughs> like, Interesting. Uh, so I think it is like a hip kind, kind mm-hmm. of, a, I don't know, like, um, you know how like a dog can be like, oh, it's so ugly, it's cute. I feel like yes. that haircut is kind of like, a, I'm so hot, I can have an ugly haircut and, and still, still look, look cool. hot. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of those things. All right. So, again, okay. this is my personal opinion slash uh, <laughs> what you're what saying. I'm gleaned. Yeah, let me know. L- let us know what you think of his hair. Because I think it stays this way for the whole series. Yeah, so. I mean, I don't think he looks bad with it. I just think the haircut alone isn't cute. 
Yeah. No. Like, if I were to see that haircut just, like, a crop of the haircut, you know how they cut off, like, the rest of the person's head? I Uh I would not be into that haircut. I would say that that's a no. Yeah. Big big red X for me on that. Also, I think, like, my main role that I've seen him in is What's Wrong with Secretary Kim, where he is, like, has super rich dude hair that's, -hmm. like, all fluffed. And I'm like, that's, you know, that is my preferred hairstyle, Mm -hmm. I think. I like that fluffy, like, clearly blow-dried hair. Yeah. So. Clearly, there's product in that hair. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely better. It's definitely better than the brassy hair, though. I'll say that. Oh yes, yeah. I can't with that. Mm-mm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, so there's there's a beggar, <laughs> and he grabs the girl, which again, no, don't mm-hmm. touch people. No, nope. and she's kind of like she stands up for herself and is like, "Hey, bro." get the fuck off and she pushes him away which she has every right to in my personal opinion mm-hmm. uh because he grabbed her without her permission but he is kind of like an old dude who does not look like he's in the best health i don't uh-huh. know if was did he have his like all of his legs was he just kind of like sitting oh, i don't or? know i have no idea because i was like I don't know. I don't know why in my head right now I thought like, oh, maybe he like is um, like handicapped in some way mm-hmm. or disabled to where like he couldn't catch his balance, which is why Sayori uh-huh. had to like help him. Anyway, Sayori helps this guy because she pushes him off and this guy loses his balance um, and Sayori hurts his leg and he kind of like goes after what's her face? Sua and is like, hey you're kind of a jerk back there. I think you should go apologize to him. And she's like, how about you mind your own business? Again, <laughs> fully in her, uh-huh. like, she has every right to just be like, oh, no, bro, he grabbed me. I didn't like that. And yeah. how about you leave me alone? Because I don't need how you mansplaining. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't need you telling me how to be a polite lady. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's basically um, how that whole thing plays out. She is like, you know, get away. Stop talking to me. Um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so he goes to his police qualification exam thing and his leg is hurt from catching the guy. But he still does really well. And they're like, ah, that kid's got some gusto because he <laughs> still runs uh, even though his leg is hurt. And that that kind of, like, chubby, out-of-shape guy is like, let's just quit together. (laughs) And he's like, no, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going places. Yeah, he. so we can clearly see that he has a very strict moral compass Mm -hmm. and is very determined. Mm -hmm. Very driven. when, When he sets his mind to something. Yep. Um... Then we meet Sayori's dad, and his job has transferred him and his son to a new city, which is good for Sayori because his school life seems kind of shitty, not doing good. And he meets, um, his dad meets a woman who is in a higher up position in the company, and they're friendly as they talk about the move and how his son will be going to a new school, yada yada. And then the woman makes a connection that, oh, your son's going to be going to school with the president's son, who's the boss of Sayori's dad. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then she also tells him how the president has decided to terminate a sponsorship of an orphanage that Sayori's dad is fond of. And he gets really mm-hmm. upset by this. And she kind of mentions how they're going in a different direction. I forgot where she says that they're going to be putting the money into, like some new quote-unquote like, hip thing. Um, Like an old folks home. like a Yeah, like, like, like it's hip to, to help them out now. And he's like... Yeah. Are we are we doing this to be like cool? Or are we doing this to actually help people? Like mm-hmm. this is bullshit, but he he deals with it whatever. He's going to he's not going to complain or say anything. Um mm-hmm. and then Sayori and his dad talk about the move and how he wishes Sayori would be a little more sociable. <laughs> and Sayori says that sometimes conflicts with their family motto of living with conviction. Um, Sayori's dad takes him to the orphanage and he's like kind of forcing him to help and do stuff. And then mm-hmm. we see the girl from before, which is Sua. And they recognize, recognize each other kind of immediately. Um, mm-hmm. And Sayori's dad is very close to her and has, I guess, seen her grow up. They don't say like how long he's known her at the orphanage, but it seems like since she was really young because he mm-hmm. makes a comment like, oh, you've grown so much and like I, I've loved seeing, like, what a beautiful, bright young woman you become or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, they kind of just talk about the sponsorship and Sayori. And then Suwa tries to befriend him and tries to kind of make small talk. But he's a little bit of a dick and ignores her. And she kind of just is like, mm, whatever, you suck. Okay. Fuck you. Yeah. I think she's, like, trying to be nice because she really likes his dad. Mm-hmm. And his dad's a good guy, and she's like, okay, well, let me try again. Yeah. And Sayori's like, donezo. Yeah. You were mean to that old homeless man who grabbed you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so Sayori sees Suwa at the bus stop on his first day of school. I don't know if this is the next day or what. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Um, and So yeah, so they're at the bus stop. But he keeps his distance because he's, like, awkward, I think. But he also keeps giving, like, awkward side-eye looks, like, should I talk to her? Or is she looking at me? I think it's clearly, like, I'm kind of into you, but I don't want to be into you, but... Mm -hmm. Because you push that homeless man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I don't want to deal with this, but I want to keep my eye on you. It's all very, I think, like, teenage... Mm-hmm. Uh, confused feelings going on for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do, 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 bust up. So, yeah, so they're at a distance. Then we see a young guy, Jong Kun Wan, pull up in his car and ask if he wants a ride to school. And I'm like very pro Sua at this moment because, again, she sticks up for herself and is like, mm-hmm. no, thank you. That would make me feel uncomfortable. And yeah. I'm like, yes, girl, because I feel like if it were me, I don't know what I'd say. I mean, <laughs> it, like, I I wasn't always, like, I, w- I wouldn't say I was, like, afraid to, like, speak up for myself mm-hmm. in high school. Like, if there was something I really didn't like, I would be like, hey, no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. But if it was kind of, like, a... I don't know, like, if I maybe felt uncomfortable, but I wasn't sure, like, I might have just gotten in the car and mm-hmm. who knows what would have happened. Yeah, but I think I think we also, like, clearly see with this guy in a while that he is really, really 
unlikable. Yes. And so it's clear that, like, there's no way in hell she would like him. True, but everyone kind of, like, bends to his will, too. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the flip. It's, like, even more in polar opposites. Like, oh, I wouldn't want to piss him off because he, like, always gets his way. But Mm -hmm. he's clearly a monster, so. Yeah. I don't know. Um... So he he ends up just driving away, and he's like, okay, fine, whatever. And she rides the bus. Um, Then Sayori gets to school, and he ends up sitting next to Suwa in his homeroom. And then he confronts Zhang Gunwan when he viciously bullies this kid in their class. And it's, like, really intense. And this is something Mm -hmm. that I've noticed with K-dramas, is they go there... When it comes to, like, physical bullying, mm-hmm. I feel like in Western shows, it's kind of like, oh, I'm going to shove you into a locker and, like, call you mean names. Mm-hmm. But this guy's, like, pouring milk. He's, like, slamming a head, this guy's head into shit and, like, pulling him up by his hair. Like, clearly unambiguous abuse. Yeah. And no one in does anything. class. Yeah. And, like, even the teacher sees. Mm-hmm. And um, Suwa is kind of like, hey, just let it go. Like, keep your head down. This is your first day. Don't cause trouble. He's your dad's and, boss's son. Oh, yeah. I think she points that out. You're right. Like, mm-hmm. even more reason. Like, don't cause trouble. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I have to live my life with conviction because that's our family motto. <laughs> And he gets up and confronts him, which, again, is, like, honorable, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But also kind of, like, I think this is going to be an interesting theme, maybe, of the show, is, like, how far do you go to, like, stand by your beliefs Mm -hmm. versus, like, what is, quote-unquote, smart or... And, like, protect someone that you don't know. Yeah. It's tricky because I, you know, one would like to think like, no, I would stand up to the bully, but Mm -hmm. also like I'm a coward (laughs) sometimes. And especially if I knew like that was my dad's boss's Mm -hmm. kid, I'd be like, fuck, I don't know. Like, yeah, I might have to see how this plays out. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a lot of stuff that like goes on today with fucking adults, like losing their Mm -hmm. minds at stores and stuff because they don't want to wear a fucking mask like i'm not gonna go up to someone and tell them to stop being mean to workers Mm because i don't want to fucking get shot in the head or something like exactly it's it's all kind of fucked um and i'd say it's like really admirable for people who actually do stand up to shit like that yeah but i'm just like a five foot one little kid y'all 29-year-old little kid here who can't beat people up, so. (laughs) Yeah. I would not take on a bully. It's so true, especially, like, in fucking Texas, Mm -hmm. USA, where who, like, literally all of my coworkers have guns. (laughs) Shocking. And they don't look like they would. (laughs) No, I work with a bunch of, like, who appear to be sweet old ladies, Mm -hmm. literally. Uh, and they all have guns, and I'm like, guys, so you can't trust anybody is what mm-hmm. I'm is what we're getting at. Yeah, um, and life is hard. 
And I guess, oh, yeah. you know, that's getting back to the girl from the beginning. Life is repetitive and it's hard. And it's and, tiresome. And t- it's tiresome. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so kind of shit hits the fan. No one is backing Sayori up when he tries to tell, uh, what's his face? Kunwan? Yeah, Chang yeah. Kunwan. Um, to calm down, and he ends up punching him because yeah, he's like, and I feel like this guy's a total asshole. <laughs> I feel like maybe if other people then stood up and were like, "Yeah, he's right," like just leave him alone, then mm-hmm. maybe he would have like gotten a little bit uncomfortable and backed down. Mm-hmm. But since it was just one person and it was a new kid, he was trying to be like. Like, I'm going to put you in your place as the guy who gets to do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he certainly wasn't expecting to get punched in the fucking face. No. That was probably the first time anyone has ever kicked his ass. Besides and his I'm dad. Sh- <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure it absolutely terrified him. Totally. I, I'm wondering, because we, later on we see that he obviously has a low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why he's, like, taking it mm-hmm. out on that poor kid. And that kid, yeah, that's, I don't that's know. that's really interesting. They cut to that kid multiple times throughout these um, first two episodes. Mm-hmm. And part of me is like, when is this kid going to come back? Like, I was thinking that, like, too. They show him, they showed him more than I felt like they would have needed to, you know? If it was just, mm-hmm. like, he's just there for that one bullying scene. Yeah. And, like, part of me is... <laughs> Like, what's going to happen with that kid? What, like, crazy thing is he going to do? Is he going to be super helpful? Or is it going to be, like, a fucking Degrassi moment here where he shows up with a gun one day? Like, who knows? I'm yeah. probably not a gun because we're in Korea here. We're not in America. But <laughs> who knows? Yeah, like, I'm wondering. Because he looks like a kid who's unfortunately bullied all the time. Yeah. Like, he, he looks like he's constantly bullied by that guy which means he's constantly bullied by that guy's friends yeah i'm wondering too if like since we flash forward to whatever like Mm -hmm. 11 years later Mm -hmm. or nine years later um if he's gonna come back in like the present day Mm -hmm. and he's gonna be like you stuck up for me when i was a young bullied kid and now i'm successful or and whatever i'm gonna like help you in some way yeah or maybe he's like he has um like what's it called a vendetta i guess against uh-huh. um what's his name chungwan no gunwan gunwan <laughs> gunwan uh yeah and he just was like i'm gonna get this mofo back one day yeah, because, I, I mean, Sayori basically has a vendetta, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's just going about dad. it in a different way, yeah. So, we'll see. Super interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so, yeah. So, Sayori punches the kid. Shit hits the fan. Um, the boy's fathers come to the school, and... They're, like, fucking beating the shit out of Sayori with a ruler. Because I guess... Yeah, that's crazy. They're still allowed to do that. (laughs) Uh, um, You know, I feel like physical punishment is much more popular in Korea. 
Hmm. Um, and I don't, I mean, you know, people could talk about that. I don't, I don't know if I have an opinion. I mean, I wouldn't want to get beat, but (laughs) (laughs) no, um, they clearly have their own thing going on over there in terms of physical punishment. Yeah. Um, and, but it's crazy because the dad's like, you know, Sayori's dad is clearly in a terrible position of like having to toe the line between his boss and his son and uh, President Zhang Chang offers like, hey, we can settle this. I will forget everything if you just get on your knees and kneel to my son and apologize, which if we remember from Search WWW, getting on your knees is like kind of a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you basically have no, um, in certain situations, like no self-respect, right? Like, yeah. You are kind of laying it out there. I mean, it's also, like, a big sign of respect to the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sayori's like, uh, no, I believe in people having consequences, or, like, you know, accepting consequences for their actions, and I will accept my punishment, because I shouldn't have punched him. You're mm-hmm. right. But he was being a total jerk, and I think he deserved to be punched, so sorry. I'm not going to apologize. Yeah. And... And the guy's like, is this how you're really going to raise your son? Blah, blah, blah. And then Sadie's dad is like, dad of the year. And he sticks up for him. He's like, you know what? My son is awesome and brave and I quit because you suck too. <laughs> so uh-huh. Sadie yeah, is like, it was shook. a really sweet moment. You know, I love, yeah. again, I think I've mentioned this in other series before, but like how much the men in all these K dramas cry. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not this big fucking, like, who's the toughest here. Mm-hmm. Like, they're they're not afraid to show their emotions and really show that they truly care about someone or let everyone know that they're upset or that they're so proud of someone or something that they're crying. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of refreshing to see. Yeah, Cause definitely. Because Sayori is crying while discussing, like, why he's not going to kneel down before this shithead and then he's also Mm -hmm. crying when his dad says that he's gonna quit because he doesn't want his dad to like be in that sort of position because of him and then his dad Mm -hmm. is crying because he's like no like you're you're so much more braver than i ever could be and i'm like so Mm -hmm. proud of you for that and it's really sweet it really is. It's a super nice moment. Sayori feels super guilty about his dad losing his job and he's and causing all that trouble. But his dad is really supportive and instead teaches him how to drink soju <laughs> and tells him that everything will work out. And mm-hmm. I did not know that you're supposed to like turn your head a certain way and shit when drinking soju. Yeah, Kinda. I think that's like the polite way to do it if you're like in front of an elder interesting not just drink it straight out of the bottle yeah at the <laughs> at the noribang place uh-huh. <laughs> yep um, or backstage before a show yeah <laughs> i i have seen the uh like you know you cover i think minmin does that in bongsoon right mm-hmm. like he kind of tilts his head off to the side when he drinks with bongsoon's dad mm, okay um, and so i've never really like thought about it or noticed um so later on 
Is it? How do you say his name? I think it's Goon Wan. Goon Wan. Goon Wan. He is a fucking little goon. He's a little <laughs> butthole. Uh, I'm just gonna call him Goon. Later, <laughs> later on, Goon shows off his car to Sua, and he has to brag about it. He's like, "Oh, it's limited edition." Special seven 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 seven. Yeah, license plate. <laughs> and he's like pointing to it, and he's like, "Yeah, it's really hard to get this number, and they had to like work it all out for me." Like, who gives a fuck? I certainly mm-hmm. don't. Um, then he offers to give her a ride again, and she declines. She's never mean to him, but she's always just kind of like, "No, thank you. It's fine." Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's a little bit of a dick, and he asks if she's being cold because his father's company pulled a sponsorship to her orphanage. And then he's like, don't worry. I'll tell him to help you guys out again. Wink, wink. It's like, why? Shut up. Yeah, she's Leave. like, we're not going to starve. We'll be fine. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll make sure that you're taken care of. Like, No, gross. You're ugly. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's I- just that guy that, like thinks he can get and have anything he fucking wants and it's like sickening yeah and you know we're gonna see this i think later in episode two but i feel like he clearly has feelings for her yeah absolutely he's he's a total dick and he goes about it like completely the wrong way but yeah he clearly has eyes for her it's almost like those movies like here in America where it's like the football jock who's like kind of into like the nerdy artsy girl mm-hmm. but she's like just the nerdy artsy girl you can't date her until she like wears a short dress and <laughs> is suddenly dateable because she and took takes her fucking off her glasses. glasses off yep exactly she's exactly the fucking same she just took her glasses off but now uh-huh. she's she's dateable it's insane this girl doesn't yeah. have glasses, though, so she's already pretty. She, yeah. She's she just already, an orphan. She already fits, yeah. She's an orphan, but you wouldn't know that by looking at her, so it's cool. And he'll take yeah. care of her anyway, because he has money. It all But she's out. not about that. No. So. All right, so Sayori's dad visits Sua while she's at work, and they talk about future plans, and she promises to repay Manager Park, who is... Uh, Sayori's dad three times the amount he lent her for tuition because oh mm-hmm. my god this amazing sweet man put money away for her tuition to go to school yeah and she did not know until like that week or that day or whatever yeah such a sweetheart like mm-hmm. wow again dad of the year really yeah absolutely I mean, mm-hmm. um yeah and I think they have a they have a really good dynamic, I, those two, because I think they clearly, like, respect each other mm-hmm. a lot. Um, obviously, she's, like, super appreciative of all that he's done for her. And I think he genuinely likes her and is like, mm-hmm. you're smart and I want you to go to school and I know I know you can do it. I believe in you. Yeah, and I think she takes that to heart and it's sweet. It's definitely, like, she's the daughter he never had. Mm-hmm. And she's very different from Sayori in terms of um, how sociable she is and how, like, mm-hmm. open she is and just sweet, whereas he's a lot more reserved. So it's, mm-hmm. I feel like, a very different relationship with her. 
Yeah. Also, she's, like, not afraid to call him out mm-hmm. <laughs> on stuff. Like, she's like, I can't believe you quit. They're, or you were you know. fired. And he's like, I didn't I didn't get fired. I quit. And she's like, same thing. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, anymore. you don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Uh-huh. Yeah, I like. And then them I think she, together. yeah, I think she called like him and Sayori both like stubborn or both like crazy or something for their behavior. Yeah, yeah, she's like, I'm not gonna grow up to be like you guys. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be normal. Yeah, that's a sweet scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we see Sayori and Sua have a nice little bonding moment. Um, he's expelled. From mm-hmm. school, so he's just running around. <laughs> I like how he <laughs> introduces himself, and he's like, "Say the teacher's like, say some facts about yourself or whatever." Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Um, I want to become a police officer. I like to run." Does he say and listen to music? I don't and know. Listen but, like, to music, his, yeah. His main hobby was I like to run. <laughs> I'm like, bro. <laughs> okay, I guess. <laughs> Um, definitely not one of my hobbies, but whatever. Totally not. So, he's just running, um, and he sees Suwa kind of, like, panicking because she's about to take the bus to her, uh, college entrance interview, and she forgot her wallet. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And she needs that because she needs her ID. And so, she has to run back, and she is she, like, basically she missed the bus, and she can't wait for the next one, so she decides to run to the university. I forget how far the, away they say it is. I think it's, like, three, three K, three kilometers, mm-hmm. right? Something like that. I think that's what they so said. So, like, I don't know. It seems like a little over a mile away, which, that's still kind of far. Yeah, so she's running to her college entrance exam, uh, and... He's like, why are you running? And basically, he just runs with her mm-hmm. the whole way. And she's like, I don't need your help. Like, get away, because they still aren't super friendly with each other. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, he it's, like, really sweet because, I mean, they could kind of read as creepy. Again, this is kind of one of our, um, is this romantic or is this creepy? <laughs> Moments, I think, because mm-hmm. if you really didn't want a dude to be, like, following you, if you really didn't like him, like, that would be really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But I guess it's a little different, maybe, because, you know, they're family, friends, and yeah, stuff like that. But it's like, dude, she told you to leave her alone, so you should probably just leave her alone and not follow her while yeah. running. But anyway, it's... It plays as being cute and helpful because he like half carries her backpack for her and like and is keep- like pushing her up a hill basically. <laughs> yeah, and so she makes it to her um, interview on time, and she does really well. And when she gets out, she sees him waiting for her, and they have a nice little, I guess, like walk, and they sit by a lake that's really pretty. And they uh, exchange phone numbers. And it's really cute and kind of like, again, teenage awkwardness mm-hmm. because um, you can really see him like try to work up the courage yeah, to ask for her phone number. And she's like, okay, 
but it's only as friends because I don't want you to fall for me because I can tell like you're going to make my life difficult. <laughs> it's like foreshadowing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I I thought that was nice. Like they just seemed like pals who are yeah. both like, mm, I'm, am I into you? I don't know. But like, let's just skip rocks and hang out by this really pretty lake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And agree that we are, in fact, friends. Mm-hmm. At the very least. <laughs> yes. They decide to be friends. <clears throat> yeah. So then we get um, a little montage of Sayori and his dad setting up the new restaurant because his dad decides, like, I'm not working with them anymore. I'm going to do what I've always wanted to do and start a restaurant. And he's super excited about it. And then um, they celebrate um, with Sua and they have their first meal. And then everything kind of, like, goes crazy here. And this is the part that I was talking about. Um, Oh. So he, the dad, is... um, it's like a voiceover. Or no, he's on the phone. He's on the phone talking to Sayori, saying, like, yeah, he got the groceries, he got this, that, and the other thing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he'll be home mm-hmm. soon, and whatever, see you. He hangs up, and he's, like, super happy. He seems like he's in the best fucking mood. And this whole time, he's on this little motorcycle, and I was thinking, like, we never see people in K-dramas like this, like, like this type happy? of scene. Just, like, no, not happy. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> just like just like the setup, just like the way the camera was placed on him and the way he oh, was okay. driving his motorcycle and he was just like yeah. so happy and it was just like such such a scene to where I was like, This is this is not gonna work. And then while he's like thinking about how great everything is, yada yada, he gets rammed by a fucking car and it's gnarly as hell. It's it, probably the gnarliest fucking um like car crash person being hit thing that i've seen ever on yeah TV. it was it, it lasted for a long time yes and it shows his head like hit the windshield blood everywhere uh-huh. and it shows him like <laughs> it shows him just like rolling over and over and over again and then it shows like blood all over him and the photo of um he and sayori and his mother um, like a photograph of them that's been like thrown and he's like mm-hmm. reaching out for it and he's like saying like I have to I have to survive I have to make it and mm-hmm. obviously he does not fucking make it and then it cuts no. to Sayori who's like outside of the restaurant waiting for his dad and just like what the hell he's taking forever and mm-hmm. then there's this scene where it kind of just like something's wrong it's yeah. like that weird moment that people say that they have sometimes where they're just like I had this feel, feeling suddenly where I couldn't breathe. Or like, I knew something was wrong, but mm-hmm. they didn't know, like, what. And then they find out later that, like, someone in their family or someone close to them died somehow. It was, like, yeah. that kind of face. It's, like, a disturbance in the Force. Yeah. Star it's, Wars. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they had a moment there of the Force. Yeah, it was... It, it was definitely gnarly, and... I felt like, well, I don't know, because, like, my cats were distracting me, uh-huh. um, and I, was, I wasn't I was fully paying attention to the screen. Like, mm. I kind of had, like, you know, I was watching. You had, like, one eye I, up, one eye down. Exactly. And then <laughs> he gets hit by a car, the car, and I literally was like, what the fuck? Like, it just totally 
for me, it came out of nowhere. Because usually... Usually, I feel like they show another car or something. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, they did a not. a bit of a, a setup. But no, he's just like, like you said, just like scooting along. And uh-huh. then, bam, hit by mm-hmm. a car, rolling, rolling, rolling. Like, it is. It's long. It is intense. It's intense. Yeah. yeah. I was just like laying on the sofa watching. No cats were bothering me. So I was totally like <laughs> immersed in the episode at this point. Uh-huh. I was awake, not falling asleep. And uh-huh. just... Out of no, like I, I just felt like this is not right, and then out of nowhere that car came. Ugh, it's bad. Yeah, yeah, very intense. <sighs> so naturally, um, naturally, naturally, Sayori mm-hmm. is beyond devastated, mm-hmm. and he feels guilty and foolish, and um, for taking everything that he had with his dad for granted, and just like, just kind of regrets everything, and he's in a bad place. Like it's obvious mm-hmm. his dad was his only parent living. We mm-hmm. don't see his mom, so. Um, they're at, like, the memorial service, and two police officers show up, and they give him information about their investigation into the crash, and they say that the culprit turned himself in and has offered a settlement. And Sayori is, like, super fucking disgusted, like, you're trying to place value over the life of my dad. This, like, Mm -hmm. how are you going to do that? How are you going to, like, decide how much his life is worth to you? And then you just get to fucking live and just, like, carry on, like, no big deal. What? Mm Mm-hmm. It's insane. And the police are like, well, this is kind of how we normally do things. And Siwa has to be like, "Uh, let's do this at another time. Because clearly, he's not in the great place right now. Yeah. But that... It seems it seems like a terrible time to go and do that at the memorial service. Yeah, maybe wait till the next morning. You know, I don't know. I'm sure he was feeling a certain kind of way in that moment. Doesn't seem like the right time. Yeah, it's kind of like read the room, guy. Like, also clearly, he does not look like he's in the best mental Mm -hmm. shape. Mm -hmm. Um, Um. Yeah. Yeah, so he almost faints also. Like, he mm-hmm. apparently hasn't eaten in, like, a couple of days, and he hasn't slept. And having this conversation with them really upsets him, and he almost passes out. And he's sitting on the ground, and all of the papers and stuff that they had about the investigation fall down. And mm-hmm. Sue has kind of talked to him, and she's gathering all the photos, and then she kind of freaks. Because in one of the, in one of the or two of the photos, there's a picture of the car that hit his dad. And it's fucking Goon's shitty car with the 7777 license plate. And mm-hmm. she, like, doesn't know what to say. And she's like, why is this picture here? Why is this car here? And then she tells him that it's his car. And he's like, are you sure? She's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure. And then he, like, fucking leaves. And it's that's where things really go crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I was like... Oh. I did not think it was, like, the best idea for her to tell him. Nope. In that moment. Mm -mm. But, again, I'm sure she wasn't, like, one, it kind of just seems like it just came to her. Like, she just blurts it out. Yeah, and, like, it seems like she's in shock, too. Like, how the fuck is this his car? Like, how is he involved in this? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he leaves, and then he finds fucking Goon at the hospital, and he's, like, in his little, like, hospital outfit. He's got a fucked up arm. He's smoking a cigarette, sitting outside. 
And he just goes up and, like, starts beating the shit out of him. And he's mm-hmm. about to kill him with a rock. Huge rock. And Parasite then, style. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. And then it's the end of the episode. And, and we go like, to the gonna kill collage you. montage. Yep. He's yeah. <laughs> screaming it over and over again. I <sighs> was... This show's, like, really graphic. Yeah. That they graphic. really just show him beating that guy mm-hmm. up. Yeah, there's graphic bullying, there's graphic car crashes, there's graphic um, punches and kicks and, like, mm-hmm. head slams. Like, it's nuts. Yeah, and I was like, is he gonna kill him? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I When you watch, like, crime shows, like, mm-hmm. that seemed like it might have been enough punches to kill him. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, and then if you imagine a rock get that big going to the head... Oh, yeah, he definitely would have done some serious damage Mm -hmm. with the rock. Um, Yeah, so crazy. I was like, well, I need to keep watching. Did you watch (laughs) both at once, or did you space them out? I spaced it out. I decided to stop myself. And then I watched um, episode two the next day. Yes. For full disclosure, Jill texted me and was like, oh, my God, episode one. And I was like, I haven't Mm -hmm. watched it yet. Because I thought you had seen it. Because I remember we were playing fucking, like, Call of Duty or something. And you were like, I'm going to go watch K-dramas. You said something like that. And I figured, like, oh, shit, she's watching the show. I need to watch the show. And then I think I watched it, like, a day or two later, thinking that you had already seen it. Um, But you might have been talking about another K-drama or maybe, like, um, Running Man or something. Yeah, I don't know. I think that was maybe that was just, like, wishful thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was, I have been rewatching Suspicious Partner because the episodes are only, like, 22 minutes long or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why I was like, oh, my God, it's, what's her face? Sua. Oh, uh uh-huh. Who plays one of the girls in suspicious partner so I was like oh wow she is like full on in my K-drama life right now <laughs> um but yeah I I was like oh god and then I was wondering like it was it good because you sent me like those eyes <laughs> yeah the um, like <laughs> like the one yeah. big eye one small eye like oh my god <laughs> yeah intense yeah I didn't want to give anything away you didn't. I just that it was intense and crazy. <laughs> um, okay. Well, we are already at an hour, so I guess it's like power through. All right. <laughs> and get to episode two. Yep. So, um, as usual, we start kind of like five minutes before mm-hmm. episode one ends. Episode two begins. Uh, Sua is terrified that Seori will do something reckless. After learning that Kunwan killed his dad, and so she's like, um, you know how you dropped that bombshell on us at the freaking memorial service? How about you come help me? And so she rides with the cops, and they're looking for him. And they end up finding him at the hospital, uh, beating the shit out of Kunwan. And mm-hmm. there's like a very intense standoff between the police and Sayori, because he has that big murder rock in his hands. <laughs> And it's, like, above his head, and he's like, I'm gonna fucking kill him, like, he killed my dad. Mm -hmm. And the police, like, one of the detectives, or whatever, like, draws his gun. Oh, I think episode, is it episode one? Does it end with the 
cop like shooting his gun in the air? No, right? I think no. that's maybe how episode two begins. Like, yeah, there's the gunshot. Yeah, okay. Um, in America, they just shoot you. Oh yeah, but only <laughs> if no- you are not white. Exactly. <laughs> if you're white, um, they'll take you to uh, McDonald's on your way to the police station. So fucking yeah, it's <laughs> awful. Fucked up. Uh, what yes. a world. So. What a fucking world. So yeah, in <laughs> in this drama, he shoots a warning shot into the air and is mm-hmm. like, "Hey bro, you need to call me some shit down. or yeah, you're going to get a bullet." Uh-huh. And so uh he's still, you know, like not in his right mind because his dad is dead and this like super shitty kid who is a bully mm-hmm. and basically ruined his life. Mhm. Is right in front of him. And Sayori is like, really, guy? Like, you couldn't have even tried to fake that it wasn't mm-hmm. you? Because as soon as Sayori goes up to Gunwa, he's like, uh-oh. He starts running. Like, clearly <laughs> guilty. Uh-huh. And so Sayori is, like, telling the cops or the detectives, like, he killed my dad. Like, it was him. It wasn't the gut. It wasn't the other guy. It was him. And the detectives are like, okay, we'll investigate it. Like, you just need to calm down. And... Finally, um, what's her face? Suwa, like, steps up because the police, like, point the gun at him. Mm-hmm. And so she runs in front and does, like, the thing where she, like, throws her arms Blocks, out. And is like, yeah. yeah, like, no. Don't shoot. Think of, don't shoot. Think about your dad. <laughs> and it, she, really like, de-escalates the situation. Uh-huh. Um, I was so scared that they were going to accidentally shoot her. And he was like, no, like, my my friend oh, and my God. dad. I don't know. I was just like so ready for it to take another turn uh-huh. <laughs> after episode one. But Why not? Yeah, it didn't. It was fine. <laughs> um. So yeah, as the situation diffuses, the detective is like, I promise I will figure out who killed your dad. Um, And we see like Kunwan is recovering in his hospital bed he did not die from the beating he took mm-hmm. from Sayori but he's like clearly distraught he's not feeling good about his actions and fucking good yeah, like at least he has some sort of a conscience but it's kind of like what were you doing that you hit this guy who had like lights and shit on his motorcycle like yeah, they don't really Were you drunk? Were you speeding? Yeah. Like, what were you doing? How did you fucking miss him? Like, did you run a fucking stoplight because you were on your phone? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's so shitty. It kind of just seems like he, maybe he was just being, like, a reckless mm-hmm. teen driver. I don't know, distracted. In his cool car. Yeah. Um, and then we, we also see that he, like, freaks because he was gonna, I think, maybe call... The ambulance or something, the police, mm-hmm. which could have saved him mm-hmm. potentially, but he doesn't. He flees the mm-hmm. scene and yeah, he feels really guilty about it. So President Chang continues to be a dick <laughs> and visits Seori at the detention center because they have to take Seori in because mm-hmm. he like beat the shit out of Kunwan and like publicly threatened to murder him so in front of police too yes it wasn't (laughs) just just like that slide i guess random people yeah he he had a pretty intense standoff so they have Mm -hmm. to take him to the detention center 
And uh, President Chang basically repeats himself like how he did at the school. And it was like, hey, all will be forgiven if you just get on your knees and apologize to my son. So strange. Saying, yeah, he like totally has this weird power complex of mm-hmm. like, we are better than you and you need to admit that you are lower and like less uh-huh. than like gets a hard on from people being on their knees and apologizing yeah that's he's not that's his hashtag horny for murder yes he's like he's hashtag hashtag horny for power yes (laughs) it's so weird um and seori is like hey how about you go fuck yourself he gets up Mm -hmm. and is like your son should be the one apologizing to me and my father because like he fucking killed us slash my dad and he should be the one on to get on his knees and he like is not backing down mm-hmm. i mean at this point what does he have to lose right like exactly. his whole world is you know torn up at this point and president Tong is like i don't like this kid and he storms out because he, he, uh, Sayori, he yeah sayori is like no dude we're not playing this game and i guess this is maybe like one of the only times in his life that he's encountering mm-hmm. um you know this this type somebody of behavior. saying no yeah and not only somebody saying no but like a fucking kid saying no i know yes. the actor's like 30 but <laughs> the kid yeah. is just like this 18 year old 17 year old i don't know how old he's supposed to be is just like no fuck you like your kid your son killed my dad mm-hmm. why would i get on my knees make any fucking sense yeah so President Chong storms out and he tells the secretary, like, I don't like this kid. And his secretary's like, well, don't worry because we have taken care of everything. Um, like, the police superintendent is keeping the detectives in check. So they're not going to give any evidence. And the gardener already gave his testimony. So basically everything is covered up. Like, we're good to go. Mm-hmm. And... um yeah, and then President Chang decides to meet Sua after learning that she grew up at the orphanage and is friends with Seori and in Kunwan's class. He's like, huh, she might be a person of interest to me. She could either be helpful or trouble. Yes, exactly. I'm curious, like, what does this guy do that he gets away with everything? Like, who, who specifically is he paying off at the school? To make sure his son doesn't get in trouble for, like, beating other students and bullying kids to the point that I mean, he I, did to that other kid. I guess, like, the the principal? I don't know. Like, I'm wondering if it's a private school. I don't know. Or, I, I guess it would be if it's, like, the fucking president's son. Yeah. But then I don't know, like, how the Suwa would be at that same school. Maybe is that the tuition that... What's his face paid for? I don't know. I thought he paid for, like, her future college. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But he just, like, seems to have so much power. I mean, enough power to get away with murder. Yeah. It's kind of a big fucking deal. Yeah, I Uh, mean, they really make it seem like, in Korean dramas, like, if you can pay people off, you will... Maybe that's how it is in the U.S., too. I don't know. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. that's how it is, like, all over the world. Yeah. If you have enough money, you can get away with basically anything. anything. Yeah, it's fucked up. 
Yeah. Um, so Sua meets with President Zhang. Is that how you mm-hmm. say it? Yeah, I think Zhang. Zhang? Sort yeah, of like I think a chest like, sound? I, yeah, I think it's like sort okay. of between a CH and a J. Like okay. Chung, a meld Chung. between the two, yeah. Okay. Um, she meets with him, and he offers her a scholarship. And she's immediately suspicious. And um, at first she says that she already has tuition for it. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, but you need money like for housing and for food and everything else. And oh, then like, living she, expenses. Yeah. And she asks if this means that she has to testify against Sayori. And he laughs it off and insists there are no strings attached, even though he makes like a really creepy remark asking what she would have done if he wanted her to do something for him. Really Ugh. awkward. I yeah. know. And he's like, oh, ha, 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 just kidding. She's you like, can go. You're fine. What? Um, yeah. I don't know. Super creepy old rich guy. Yeah. Yeah. But as this conversation is happening, she's about to leave. Um, Goon barges in and he like calls for his dad. Like he's about to tell him something important. And then he sees her leaving. And there's this awkward like eye contact. And then after she's gone, he begs his dad to set Sayori free and drop the charges. Someone's got a guilty conscience, even though they're the mm-hmm. son of this guy. They're not a complete asshole, I guess. Not um, yet. Yeah. But President Zhang yells at him and basically says that they're in it too deep. And someone has already taken the blame for it. That poor fucking gardener. Mm-hmm. Um, for the accident, which like it's, it's all fucked. It's all so, so fucked. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, but Goon needs to have a good reputation if he's going to be the successor of the company. And if you can't do it, I have another son who can take it, take over for you. So either, yes. like, get your shit together and have a good reputation and don't fuck us all over and you'll be the successor. Yeah, he's like, I have a bastard son. He's mm-hmm. not my first and then, choice. <laughs> and then it cuts to um, Sua leaving, and there's just this sad little boy, lonely, like, playing in the fucking um, driveway. Mm-hmm. Just, like, no friends, not doing anything. No one in his family seems to care about him. So He's just sad. outside awkward. by himself. Yeah. And they, they make eye contact, and it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves. Then there's a, another disturbing scene. And this one is the animal one that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, that's um, awful. Yeah. President Zhang takes his son to the f- this farm area. I'm not sure. I guess because they work in, like, food stuff, it seems. Like, yeah, um, it kind of seems Sayori's like... dad did something with food, and then this guy used to be a chef, maybe, or something, President Zhang. Yeah, And, like, I built the company. They... Yeah, I think he, like, had a restaurant, and then... Became like a fucking conglomerate, something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they still have a farm. Does he do shit in the farm? I doubt it. He probably Mm -hmm. has someone that goes there and takes care of everything. Um, But he takes his son there and he tells him that the people that work for them are like dogs. And then he basically makes his son kill a chicken because he needs to know everything about the business. But also, he needs to know that he's a man and everyone else who is below him, including Sayori, are animals. And his son yeah. does not want to kill this fucking chicken. No, and the no sweet one does. little chicken, the sweet little chicken is just like looking up at them, blinking, 
wanting to live yeah. its poor little life. And at some point, Goon, like, flips shit and kills this goddamn chicken. And yeah, it's because, very uncomfortable. Yeah, because his dad is, like, egging him on. Mm-hmm. Total sociopath stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he's and like... Then, and then he, like, laughs afterward. Yes, like, and Goon is, like, traumatized. Like, he's, like, sobbing. Like, he can't so believe he just killed an animal. Yes, and, um... Oh, because he's like, that chicken is Sayori. Like, you really want, like, say... What does he say? Like, you're half the man that Sayori is. Like, he's mm-hmm. so egging him on and, like, p- preying on mm-hmm. all of his insecurities and issues it's awful and i'm sure like if he went to therapy that would be a very big turning point in his life. <laughs> yeah um absolutely you know and like not to like get into like a conversation about hunting and stuff mm-hmm. but like most people and kids like i mean i know kunwan is already like almost an adult at that point but especially like if you haven't grown up like hunting or like being mm-hmm. used to having to slaughter an animal like one i'm sure that's already traumatizing enough but like if mm-hmm. you're already, already an adult like that's awful and harder and just like you he, he it's just ugh, I, I can't even like verbalize yeah. what i'm trying to say it's just awful and it really solidifies like how much of a fucking freak President Chong is like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's insane, and 100%. why why Goon is such a shithead? Yeah, he's so terrible to every kid in his school. Yeah, I mean, he really had no hope for him. Mm-hmm. There was no hope for him with a dad like that. It starts at home. Mm-hmm. Because, like, his dad doesn't even give him the opportunity to like try to be a good person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, ugh, so bad. So, after uh, that terrible scene, <laughs> we go to Sayori's trial, and uh, we see a flashback of the police superintendent telling the detective that the evidence against Kunwan is no good and that he should keep his nose out of the case if he wants to keep his job. Basically, just like reinforcing, like, these guys have been paid off. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes all clearly, the way to the top. Exactly. My Just favorite like murder. they say on My Favorite Murder. All the way, all to, the the way top. to the top. These fucking assholes. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Terrible. And mm-hmm. clearly this evidence would have helped Sayori, um maybe not get off completely, but lessen the charges and show that he had motive to it's, be the shit out of Kunwan. And yeah, like, it's really crazy though. He gets three years in jail. Like, that's a long time for beating someone up. Well, I guess if you want to call it attempted murder, I don't know. I'm not sure what they charged him with. Yeah, I guess. But but it's also, not like it's not like Goon was like hooked up to like anything after to help him breathe or had to have surgeries or anything like that's true yeah like he, he just he just got beat punched him up in like, the face like you would beat him up beat up a kid at school or something like yeah i don't know three years seems like a long time but then again they were paid off so who knows like what they did or said to exactly. that charge you know 
he went all the way to the top. So yeah, they mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. probably Fucked gave him, him a maximum sentence. Yeah. yeah. Paid off uh, judges and shit. Uh-huh. So yeah, he's sentenced to three years in jail. And Sayuri again <laughs> is like beat up in his prison cell. Um I guess Why in Korean were there, like prisons? five guys in that one little cell? Yeah, I, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's the prison system seems a little different. Like, <laughs> instead of having, like, cold-looking, uh, cage-looking cells, uh-huh. it, they just seem like tiny rooms where, like, six dudes have to just, like, sleep and hang out together. <laughs> yeah, and I don't normally, know. at least, like, what I've seen on TV here in America, it's, like, mm-hmm. two to a cell. And they have, like, their little bunk beds. But this Mm -hmm. is, like, six guys in a fucking tiny little room. Yeah. Well, and they sleep on the floor there. I mean, people sleep on the floor in Korea. Yeah, that just seems like still too many people for one little room. Yeah. But at least the lighting seems like... It seems like they have, like, maybe natural light, which is nice. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I have no They have windows. Uh, But... It's not good because Sayori gets beat up. They're like, get uh-huh. on your knees. Like, you're the new meat around here. And Sayori's <laughs> like, why does everyone want me to get on my fucking knees? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, they beat him Power. up. Power. Mm-hmm. But so, there's one so- guy. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to note. There was one guy that did not beat him up. Who was, yeah. like, the leader and just kind of sat there and watched. Uh-huh. And he had like this little like glimmer in his eye that seemed he seemed very important for this series. I yes, felt. and he's like I don't know interesting. How. Yeah, mm-hmm. who is it's this like, kid? So yeah, so our characters of intrigue so far are bully kid, kid who was bullied, mm-hmm. and like criminal ringleader. <laughs> yeah, whose name we don't know. Who looks yes. kind of like Lou Diamond Phillips? Yes. <laughs> Maybe it's just um, the hair, though. I don't know. Ba, ba, ba. But yeah, so he's in jail. Uh, Suwa visits Sayori, and she's like, hey, I got accepted to university. Uh, and she's like, what happened to your face? And he's like, don't worry about it. Um, and she finally admits to him that she accepted a scholarship from uh, President Zhang's company. And she apologizes because she feels really guilty about it. She's like, I know... They, like, totally fucked you guys over, but I accepted the money because I'm an orphan and I need money. She didn't say it exactly like that, but that was kind of the subtext. Question. And she tells her, yes. What would you have done? Ooh. Because I I tried to have this conversation with myself and I couldn't, like, I couldn't get to a decision. Part of me feels like I would take the money and justify it. Like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use their money um, to better my life. And then I will somehow exact my revenge. And my Uh revenge will be to live a good life and be like, fuck you later on. Uh Like, ha, you spent your money on me and I, Uh like, hate you. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's how I would have justified it. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I guess it depends. Like, she has, if she's an orphan, she has, like, no money. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it's like. Yeah, I don't know how much money his dad gave her. Get. Yeah. 
they don't like divulge into that. But also, I guess like, it would also depend how much money. Yeah, too. but like spoiler, but not spoiler because we're spoiling everything. Mm-hmm. She, after college, ends up working for that company. Yeah, so I don't know if I would have done that. Yeah, she's just like continuously tied with this company and these shitty fucking people. And that makes me kind of uncomfortable. Like, she takes the money and it's like, okay, I kind of get that because you don't have any money. You don't have any family and life is fucking mm-hmm. hard. So if there if there's no strings attached, then I probably would too in that situation. Mm-hmm. But then to have to like either have to take a job with them or choose to take a job with them. I I don't know. That makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm wondering if they kind of manipulated her Mm -hmm. into, like, basically made her an offer that she couldn't refuse. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, like, Like, it comes back to bite her of the no-strings-attached thing. Yeah, but she seems happy to be, like, when she's like, yeah, I'm actually taking a job at mm-hmm. whatever, Zhang, blah, 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 mm-hmm. whatever the company's name is. So to me, it seems like she didn't feel, well, the way she talks about it to Sayori later is like mm-hmm. kind of excited. Like yeah. a little, there's a little guilt, but also kind of excited. So to me, it seems like they maybe like paid for like all of her fucking school and were like, hey, we'll give you a job mm-hmm. and pay you a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, okay. Like, this is working out. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, so she's at this point, she still feels really guilty. And Sayori tells her, hey, you made your decision. Don't apologize. Like, they didn't do anything bad to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. Just, like, live your life. And it's kind of sweet. Like, I feel <laughs> I feel like I probably would have been like, well, I probably would have said the same thing. But in my heart, I would have been like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, uh-huh. no, he's shitty. <laughs> but he seems genuinely like, no, it, I mean, it makes sense for you to accept a scholarship. Like, good for yeah. you. Um, and so they start talking about his plans And he tells her, like, yeah, well, I've been reading a lot since I can't become a cop anymore. And I found President Chung's um, autobiography in the prison library. And I think I'm going to open up a restaurant because that's what he did. And it seems fun. Like, I'm good at cooking. And it's what my dad was doing. So might as well. And Sue, I was like, oh, so you can get revenge? (laughs) <laughs> because he basically is like, well, this is what President Chang did, so I guess I'll do it too. Uh-huh. And he was... And so then there's this voiceover of him being like, I hadn't thought of it like that. This just seemed like a good idea. But hearing her say revenge, it filled up a hole in my heart. <laughs> and basically, <laughs> I think he says, like, it gave him, like, the will to push on, and, like, he finally felt excited for getting out of prison. And I'm like, you hadn't been thinking about revenge this whole time? Like, that's one of the Feeding first things I would have been it. thinking about. Yeah, uh-huh. I wouldn't have been like, I will get you. <laughs> or like, <laughs> I I don't know. It just seems like, it seems weird to me that he was not thinking of how yeah. to 
get back, get at, back these at these people. Yeah. All right. So, flash forward two years, and Sayori is released from prison. Um, one of his cellmates, which is that guy that we were talking about, looks interesting. He mm-hmm. offers him a ride, but um, Sayori declines, and his cellmate tells him to call if he ever needs help. I'm excited for that call and what it means. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Sayori grabs a drink and um, starts what appears to be his revenge plan. He takes a bus to Seoul, and we see that Goon isn't doing too well as he's publicly harassed a bar employee. And there's, like, video footage of him hitting someone and getting into a fight. And because mm-hmm. of this, uh, Jong's, Chong's stocks have plummeted. So they're in kind of a bad place right now. Yeah, I think great. he says some... Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I think he says something to the employee, like, learn what your place is, you animal, or something like that. Like, he basically yeah. calls... And it and was like, all yeah. something... It was something because he didn't want to show his ID or something. Oh, yeah, I was really stupid. It's, like, the same as I don't want to wear a face mask. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> so stupid. I don't want to pull out my ID for you from my pocket. Like, don't um, you know who I am? <laughs> yeah. I'm very important. I'm important people here. Um, Sayori reads a letter from Sua while on the bus, and we hear a narrated voiceover from her. And she explains that she now lives in um, Itaewon and how awesome it is on Halloween. And she describes what Halloween is. Then mm-hmm. um, Sayori gets to Itaewon, and it's on Halloween. And he's seeing all these people in, like, really cool costumes and makeup, and it's really fun and exciting. And did you ask, or did you remind yourself, like, hey, look at that, crowds. Crowds of people. Hmm? Did you, like, ask yourself, like, oh, look, crowds. I remember those. Oh. Because <laughs> we can't have crowds anymore. Yeah. And that I, was just, like, was... a lot of people. What was I watching recently where I was like, you can't be next to each other? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've seen a lot of people say shit like that. I didn't feel yeah. uncomfortable watching it. Like, oh, no, y'all are too close. But I was like, wow, that's a lot of people. I haven't yeah. seen that many people in a while. I didn't. I guess because I was like, oh, that's that's just Korea. <laughs> 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 that's not here. It's They're fine. fine. Yeah. They're all um, wearing um, Halloween masks. They're okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so he's he's walking through all this shit. And then mm-hmm. he's excited. He's happy. He's having a good time listening to music. And then he and Sua run into each other. And this is where she then admits that she's working for Chong next year. And Sayori details his plans for opening up a place in Itaewon. She explains how difficult it will be due to, like, the rent and the location and hmm. hours and shit. But he insists he loves it there and he'll open up his place in Itaewon. He continues to explain that he will start his business in seven years. Mm-hmm. And when he says this, she spits out her drink on him because seven years is a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said he's going to do some deep sea fishing, I guess, to like make money and stuff. Um, yeah. Because he can't really do anything else being a convict. Um, she then takes a double spit as, um, she can't believe that this is what he's planned. Seven years, spit, deep sea fishing, spit. Um, Mm -hmm. 
She tells him that they should make the most of their time when he tells her that he'll be leaving Itaewon on the next bus and will be fishing next week. They spend the evening together, hanging out, having a good time. He's introduced to some of her friends. And then he drops her off at her place, and there's this awkward goodbye. And he declines staying the night at her place. Because she kind of suggests he stays there. Mm-hmm. And then he says, he looks uncomfortable and, like, nervous. And then is like, well, I'm not rich yet. Because earlier she said that she only dates rich people. Mm-hmm. Which was weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I couldn't tell if she was actually joking when she said that or not. Yeah, I, can't, was... I couldn't either, but she clearly wanted to spend the night with Siori. Yeah, yeah. But I was thinking, Even though like, he's poor. Yes, but I was thinking, like, you know, he was in prison during, I guess, some of his formative years mm-hmm. as uh, yeah. a young man. Like, yeah. That must have been, like, very overwhelming to be like, spend the night with me. You just got out of jail. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the first time we're seeing each other. In and it doesn't seem like when he was years? at his other school or anything that he had girlfriends considering, like, his social skills. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he... it, But they, like, she kind of played it off well and was like, hey, good luck. Mm-hmm. I hope you do well. Yeah. Um. So then we flash forward another seven years. Uh. So yeah, Sodi goes fishing. Blah blah blah. Fast forward, and we see Suwa is clearly a rising star at Changa. I guess that's the name of the company. Changa has yeah, borders. I think so her hair is um, much longer. Yes, we can tell time has passed because she no longer <laughs> has the same haircut. <laughs> um. <laughs> And she is, like, a total business bitch, like The Office, Kelly Kapoor, the business bitch, in her mm-hmm. pink suit. Um, and she's pitching a new idea for a bar, a bar called Vicious Bar. And it's basically like, hey, everyone's actually a truly terrible human being deep on the inside. <laughs> and let's have a bar that explores that. And I'm like, that is not a good idea. Like, you're asking people to get drunk and be like, this is... I'm a fucking terrible person. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's explore the worst part of human nature uh-huh. and also give people alcohol. But uh-huh. whatever. Uh, President Chung likes it because he's a sociopath. And but I mean, she also person. does like, yeah, and he's evil. <laughs> um, but I mean, she, it's a pretty cool sell. So whatever. She's doing well. And uh, it seems like she's giving this presentation kind of for some sort of board of, like, higher-up mm-hmm. people. Because uh, Kunwan is also in that meeting because he is the successor, even though he seems like a little shit still. <laughs> and he's still calling after her. He's still asking her if she wants a ride. Like, how many? Nine years total after yeah, the beginning of like the show? Uh-huh. Like, he still has a thing for her and she's still like no thank you goodbye and he still is like why are you so cold to me and i'm like dude take a fucking hint <laughs> like again Guys, it's like been, that don't yeah it's been almost a decade of you asking her if she wants a ride and she has mm-hmm. never wanted a ride mm-hmm. so how about you stop and she's like, do I have to be warm to you when he says, why are you so cold? <laughs> Which, again, 
snaps. Good for her. So one of the ladies, I couldn't tell. Is this the same woman at the beginning of the show? Okay. I think so. Just different hair. I thought so, too. Because time has passed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, so it's the same lady, I think, that was with um, Sayori's dad. Uh-huh. She, from what I gathered, she was President Chang's business partner's daughter, maybe? Or, like, someone kind of higher up uh-huh. in the business's daughter. And she was um, learning from What's-His-Face's dad. He was yeah, her mentor, so, I think, yeah. Yeah, Sayori's dad kind of helped her, and she kind of rescues um, Sua when she sees that Sayori's, or not Sayori, uh, Gunwan is, like, pestering her, and she's like, hey, come to my office, and they chit-chat, and they're kind of talking about Sua's place in the company and Mm -hmm. her future, and she's like, hey, how about I set you up on a blind date, and... So I was like, well, I don't know about that. And um, I don't know that lady's name. I didn't catch her name. Oh, I guess Min Jung. That's what I wrote down. Min Jung. Well, let's just go with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hopefully that's right. Um, and she's like, hey, I've never seen you date anybody. And you're kind of getting older. So maybe you should think about that. And I like how Sue was like, you don't have, like, kind of telling her you're not dating anyone. Mm-hmm. Or... And she's like, yeah, well, I'm lonely. <laughs> she says that, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Um, so it seems like Sua is doing well in her career, but she's still kind of like, eh, with the personal life. And so she goes to Itaewon because her whole plan was to meet with, um, like, a bar owner to get a location for her new bar. And it seems like the place that she had in mind was already sold. And guess what? It's because Seori bought it. He's uh-huh. outside the shop and he's putting up a little sign and he's like, hey, Sua. And we see them smile at each other and she's like, oh, my God, it's him. And we hear a little voiceover saying the 22 year old's plan that sounded absurd by Sayori made it happen. To him, it's only natural. <laughs> and I'm like, he stuck to his seven-year plan. <laughs> Good mm-hmm. for him. And, and that's the end, that's of, the the end episode. of the episode. Yay! I want to keep watching. <laughs> well, you're going to. You I signed on to, to do it. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you think of that one? It was good. I'm excited to watch more. Um, I really want to see the Chong family crumble. <laughs> that's that's yes. what I'm rooting for, to see the crumbling of this conglomerate. 100%. You know what I find really interesting is that um, in a lot of the promotional like teasers... Mm-hmm. And images for the show. There's this really diverse looking group of characters. Mm-hmm. And they were not in the first two episodes, except for the girl. Yeah. Who in, at the yeah. beginning of episode one mm-hmm. in the therapist's office. But yeah, like on promo photos and then even on the um, like intro stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like 
I feel, felt like 20 different characters and we didn't really see any of them. <laughs> yeah, like I, I didn't even know that uh, Quan Nara was in this show because she wasn't in, I, I didn't see her in the in any like Netflix uh-huh. teaser or anything like that. So, which is also why I thought she died <laughs> at the <laughs> beginning of uh of the show because I'm like well I didn't see her in anything so but mm-hmm. yeah no, I'm really looking forward to seeing how his plan is going to go down because it seems like he definitely has a plan he mm-hmm. had He's a bunch of papers and stuff as soon as he got a jail he seems to have some connections mm-hmm. with some people so I'm really excited and I am also very curious as to how the Chung family will crumble, as you say. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be rather interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if um, Goon will, like, flip and totally fuck over his dad somehow. I I would like for that to happen, like, his redemption. Uh-huh. Because it seems like he's already, like, fucking over his dad, but in bad ways. Because he's getting into fights. Mm -hmm. And he looks like a shithead, and he looks really bad. Therefore, his family looks really bad. And it hurts them. Mm -hmm. So he's already kind of doing that, but not in a way that, like, redeems him as a person, really. Right. I'm I'm wondering when the bastard son will come into play. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. very interesting. And the bullied kid... And that other guy in prison. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We will see. I'm very excited. Mm. All right. So, um, I think I said I had a prediction, but I don't remember what it was about. Was it about Kunwan and uh, Sua? I don't know. I don't I know. Just, I just feel like this, what appears to be love triangle, is going to come to a head at some point. Mm-hmm. Of, like, maybe Sua will be pressured into, like, being in a relationship with mm-hmm. Kunwan or something. And obviously, or not obviously, to me it seems like what's-his-face, uh, Sayori, will still have feelings for Sua. Mm-hmm. And she still, it's, she had a voiceover at the end saying, like, I like my memories of him are fading and like I sometimes think about him and then he like pops up again so it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out Mm. yeah all right so do you have any predictions or should we move on to fashion not right now I don't know do you okay no it's just like love triangle but that's yeah that's a K-drama, so... Um, yeah, so okay, so let's do fashion. I'm, I'm excited for the fashion of this mm-hmm. series. Total, it, It's totally going to be like how Descendants of the Sun was kind of a bummer. <laughs> and then we go to Romance as a Bonus Book where everyone's like really cute and trendy. Yeah. It's going to be like the K2 and then Itaewon class. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> no more cult turtlenecks, people. Oh, We're going to have, like, business bitch suits and cool young people clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very you exciting. noted her um, pink suit. I like that as well. Mm-hmm. That was definitely yes. a favorite for me. Yeah. And I thought, uh, what's her face? 
Min Jung, uh-huh. her mentor. She seemed cool. Like she had yeah. definitely like cool middle aged lady, or maybe slightly younger than middle aged. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I have short hair, kind of like Gog Young. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she had cool vibes. Yeah, hopefully we'll see more in the next episodes. Because the last two, it was a lot of, like, high school uniforms, things like that. Yeah. All right. And I love you. Mm, you can go first. Okay. Um, I think it has to be the moment where Sayori's dad sticks up for him in the principal's office and comforts mm. him. And then they go mm-hmm. get dinner and he teaches him how to drink soju. Mm-hmm. That was like, if there was ever a moment where I was like maybe going to tear up, it was that because <laughs> again, it was just like these two men yeah. have so many feelings, mm-hmm. and I think there is just like you know, Sayori clearly loves his dad and didn't want to like mess anything up for him. Yeah, and his dad is just so proud and also is like, well, fuck. But also, like, no, I, f- <laughs> I feel bad because, like, I, I want to set a good example for my son. And it was just a lot. And I just really like it when TV shows have parents being good parents. It Absolutely. warms my heart. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd probably have to say that as well. Um, there are definitely some other good I love you moments. Like, um when his dad is talking to Sua and they're mm-hmm. just having like the nice conversation um, at her work and he's like mm-hmm. eating the instant ramen. Mm-hmm. Um, see. Yeah. I think that would be the one, like the other ones are just like sad moments, <laughs> like grieving for his dad or. Yeah. Like after when when he's thinking about his dad when he gets out of prison and he's he's thinking about like his first time drinking soju with him and stuff like those are just sad oh, yeah. I love you moments, but they're not like nice heartwarming I love you moments and I think that the one that you mentioned is a really good one. Yeah, totally. There was a there was a cute I like you moment when yeah definitely Sua the phone number stuff yeah. I like how it seems like Sayori has this, like, tick where he just, like, rubs his head if he seems <laughs> nervous. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> he does that a few times in front of Sua. There's um, an I love you moment between um, Sayori and the homeless man. And he stands <laughs> up for the homeless man. <laughs> yeah. But we never, like, we never learn the homeless okay? man's name. We never learn his name or his story, so... I don't think that goes maybe, anywhere. Yeah, probably not. But you're like, <laughs> uh, maybe he comes back to be part of Sayori's little gang of yeah. misfits. Wishful thinking says that Sayori hires him to be like a chef or a busboy or something. Uh-huh. In um, Healer, mm-hmm. the, uh, so the dad... Okay, how do I explain this quickly? I guess I don't need to. There's a, there's a character in um, in Healer who mm-hmm. is like a part time lawyer, but also owns a coffee shop because he just loves coffee and wanted to own a coffee shop. 
but he was a lawyer to make money. And he hires a bunch of, like, ex-convicts to work at his coffee shop. Uh, because he's uh-huh. like, I know they're good people. And yeah. it's kind of cute because there's, like, all these, like, really tough-looking dudes. And his daughter was kind of, like, half-raised by <laughs> these ex-convicts working at the coffee shop that <laughs> her family owns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Cute stuff. Well... I am awesome. currently not watching any other dramas. Um, there's some stuff, that, there's some that I want to start. Uh, there is a show on Netflix called Mystic Pop-Up Bar that seems promising. It has Sung Jae from B2B and like other dramas and variety shows, um, which I like him. He's He's entertaining. He also just went to the military. We lost another one. I, <laughs> I know. Um, so, yeah. But that one, I think, is only going to be, like, ten episodes. So it's more oh, wow. like... It's a shorty. But a mini drama? Yeah, it seems promising. And what, there was another one that I can't remember. But there are just so many on my list that I'm like, you know, I just need to make time. Yeah. Maybe if I ever have time again. <laughs> There's just so many that I want to watch. I'm I'm just falling really behind because I still need to watch Hospital Playlist. And that's like the main one. I watched like half of the first episode and then I got really sleepy. So. Yeah. You can't but, fall asleep. You can't close your no. eyes during a K-drama. <laughs> no, you can't. Doesn't I also work. just want like a cute um, little romantic one. But. I don't like. Easy I don't. Watching. I, yeah, there's a. What is? What is it? There was one that it was like the boy turned into a cat or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll watch that one because it, it. People on Twitter were talking about it. How it was like really light and fluffy, hmm. and it was something to do with like meow or kitten or mm-hmm. I don't know something like that in the title. But yeah, no, nothing for other drama corner as of right now. But I will keep everyone updated. Please do. Okay, well, <clears throat> I guess um, we can plug our new website again. So, Yay! if you want to hang out with us on the internet, we are at okdrama.com. Mm-hmm. And um, you can support the show. There are a couple links um, if you want to make some purchases from some pretty sweet websites. We have affiliate links that are on Yay. the website. Look at us. I know. And <laughs> uh, I'll put them in the show notes too. There's this website called Fashion Shingu. They have super cute clothes and they do like a really cool thing of. Um, trying to find like comparable items for outfits that are worn in K-dramas or like worn by K-pop stars. And they're really cool. And I've seen some YouTube videos of people buying stuff from there. And from what I hear, the quality is really good. And I plan on making an order soon. So if you want to support the show and you want to buy some cute clothes, use our link. And that would be really cool. 
Um, what else? Oh, if you want to like participate in the show, we are going to set out a call for any questions or comments per episode. So if mm-hmm. you're like, hey, what did you guys think about Sayori's hair? <laughs> <laughs> Ask us and we will answer your question. Uh, because I, whenever I watch stuff, well, before doing the podcast with Jill, I always want to be like, can you believe this? So <laughs> this is your chance. Yep. We want to be uh, podcast internet friends. So give us your questions and comments. Um, at OK Drama on Twitter. At, wait, at OK Drama Pod on Twitter. And then at OK Drama Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And OK Drama Podcast on Facebook. Or you can send us an email. Um, all of the links will be in the show notes. Um, do you mm-hmm. also want to mention the other affiliate link? Oh, Yes. Uh, there, we have another one with um, Tipak Box, which we have ordered, and I'm very excited. That should be coming soon. So Tipak Box is a subscription box, um, and I think they send it seasonally. So they yeah. send you, like, a bunch of cool Korean stuff. Everything looks and, really cute. Yeah. They also just have a regular website, so if you are like, I don't want to spend money on the whole box, um, you can just buy, like, some jewelry or some, like, whatever, K-beauty. They have also, like, K-pop merchandise. Yeah, so from what like, I've noticed, they have a ton of BTS stuff. Yes. They have a, a lot of, like, BT21. I Full disclosure... I was like, I'm going to buy the the Tibok box because Jill and I said we were going to do that. And then I almost bought like um, $100 more oh like worth of stuff because it, I think you get free shipping if you spend like more than $120 or something. Uh-huh. I was like, well, I could get there because <laughs> they have a lot of really cute. Um, they have a lot of really cute jewelry and. Uh-huh like bts stuff and not just bts stuff like they have cute headphones and just really cute korean things and i was very close to just um, like filling up the cart but i was like exercise some self-control how about you don't (laughs) in a photo (laughs) i saw one of the um little light sticks of the hammer Mm -hmm. oh blackpink um yeah, that's the one. I forgot which yeah. um, group he said it was from, but I saw the hammer. And I was like, oh, yeah, Caitlin mentioned that one. Yeah, they have a lot of cool stuff. So I'm really excited for our box. I think we're going to do an unboxing uh-huh. on our Instagram um, for the first one. So stay tuned for that. And again, if you want to support the show, feel free. We're not getting paid to like advertise for them, but if you want to make a purchase from them, we will get a little commission. Commission. So, which is always nice. It is nice. Because Jill and I we just want to like make podcasts and hang out. And so yeah. you could help us do that. That would be really cool. Anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Cool. Well, just know that we are, we have big plans in the works, so stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Yes. And watch episode three and four of yep. ET1 class. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Cool. Alrighty. See you later. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodbye. Okay.
Okay, bye. Okay, Tama. <laughs>